Hello from the members of Royce City Methodist Church. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We hope you're blessed by this message today. You're invited to join us for worship anytime. You can learn more about our worship options, locations, and how to get plugged into the life of our church by visiting our website, RoyceCityMethodist.life. Today, we hear from our associate pastor, Reverend Francis Gonzalez. May God bless you as you listen to His Word proclaimed. Good morning, everybody. There is a song that I remember that it was called, It's My Turn. So it's my turn today, you all. (laughs) It's great to see you from this side. Hi up. I'm so glad you're here. Today, we're going to read from Philippians 4, 11 through 12. And it reads, I am not saying this because I am in need. For I have learned to be content, whatever the circumstances. I know what it is to be in need, and I know what it is to be, to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. Lord, here I am. Use me. Let me be a conduit of your message today. May the meditation of my heart and the words of my mouth be pleasing to you. My Lord, my Father, my Redeemer. Paul's words are not a mere philosophical discourse. They are a testament to a transformed life. A life shaped by gratitude. Gratitude is not just a fleeing emotion. It is an intentional way of living, a posture of the heart that acknowledges the goodness of God regardless of the external circumstances. The Bible, God's living word, speaks of gratitude 157 times, give or take 10 depending on the translation, emphasizing its significance in our journey of faith. Gratitude is not confined to the moments of joy and abundance, those moments that are of plenty that we have in our lives. It extends to the valleys of need and the shadows of hardship. It extends to the loudest praises and the deepest mournings. Gratitude is acknowledgement that God is sovereign over all aspects of our lives and his grace sustains us in every circumstance. The opposite, ingratitude, as evidence in the fall of humanity, is a dangerous path. Adam and Eve, despite their proximity to the Creator, allowed ingratitude to taint their hearts, leading them to disobedience and separation from God. Romans 1.21 in the Living Bible puts it so clear for how we live today. And it says, yes, they knew God, but they wouldn't worship him as God or even give him thanks. And they began to think of foolish ideas of what God was like. As a result, their minds became dark and confused. 
I think it speaks to where we are today. This is a reminder to us that ingratitude can creep into the human heart, darkening the awareness of God's presence and its provision. Ingratitude in any form, in any amount, keep us away from God. It makes us be farther from him. It creates a space that we don't want to have between our God and us. The cultivation of gratitude is a deliberate and ongoing process. Like tending a precious garden, we plant the seeds of gratitude through prayer, worship, and the study of God's word. We nurture these seeds with a conscious awareness of God's blessings and a heart that continually seeks his presence. And we protect this garden from the weeds of discontentment and the thorns of ingratitude. The ultimate example of profound gratitude is found in the sacrificial death and triumphant resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. His selfless act calls forth a response, a response of gratitude that permeates every facet of our lives. Gratefulness for God's daily gifts guards us against the subtle sin of idolatry, reminding us that every good and perfect gift comes from above and not from ourselves. In our journey of faith, gratitude serves as the guardian of the lamp of our souls. It is not just an emotion, it is an attitude that sustains us throughout the highs and the lows of life. As Paul declares, I have learned to be content whatever the circumstances. Gratitude is not contingent on favorable conditions. It is an attitude of appreciation under any circumstances. Gratitude transforms what we have into enough and then more. It turns denial into acceptance, chaos into order, confusion into clarity. It is the force that can turn the ordinary into the extraordinary. Gratitude is the key that unlocks the fullness of life, a life lived in constant communion with the giver of all good things. Tim Keller, a pastor and theologian who died this year, in one of his many books he wrote, it's one thing to be grateful, it's another to give thanks. Gratitude is what you feel. Thanksgiving is what you do. Gratitude should be a consistent thread woven into the fabric of our daily lives. It is a way of life that stretches beyond our words and goes into our actions, reflecting the transformative power of God's grace in us. This time of the year has the ability to bring discontent into our lives as well as tremendous joy. This time of the year we planned 
our best China is going to be out. We're going to create not only one menu, but different menus because we're going to have company. We're working to make sure that we are the best hostesses. And we have invited and we are expecting the best guest. And then one little thing goes out of our way. The dryer broke down. Mm. In some homes, they burn the beans. That derailed things. In other people that were coming and that we were expecting and that we think that without them, we cannot have a festive time, decided not to come at the last minute. So immediately we're offended and it tints everything else. It doesn't matter if the rooms were perfect, the people that came, came with a full heart to celebrate and to be with us and to be together as family. It doesn't matter that everybody else that is in the house sees that moment as the most precious moment of the year. No, we're hanging on to that person that for some reason was not able to make it. And we're taking it personal instead of thinking what could be going in that person's heart, in that person's life, that at the last moment, the plans have changed. It is important to guard our hearts, even in moments when happiness eludes us. A heart filled with gratitude remains steadfast. So we are grateful for all of it. Even if one piece was not there, the rest of it fills the whole pie. We're grateful. We remain steadfast. In times of plenty and in times of need, we should incline our hearts to humble ourselves under the mighty hand of God, receiving the wealth of his grace through Jesus Christ. Yes, I know that sometimes we just can't feel grateful or even say thank you. For me, I found it difficult to be grateful for my childhood or in the way that I raised myself in the refugee camp or in the many ups and downs of my younger years. However, through God's grace, I found gratitude could just not be a mere feeling in my life. Something people said, or this is how you should feel, that this is what it should be. I found in my life that it had to be a choice for me. I had to make the decision to give thanks in all circumstances. And I can tell you that even today, when I say thank you, it's still painful in many areas. But the whole pie, I am so grateful. And that decision was very hard. I had to choose to find the good even 
if it was a little bit, and if it was at great cost to me, I had to choose. I had to choose to be grateful. I had to choose to be satisfied with the roads, blocks in my life. I had to choose to be satisfied even with the transient opportunities that came up and that life presented along the way. I had to choose that I could find true rest and peace in the knowledge that while what happened to me was out of my control, my life had never been out of God's control. I learned to insert between the painful memories God's gifts to me, my children, the friends that I have met along the way, our mixed and matched family, our mixed and matched extended family, being called to ministry. It gave purpose to my life. But most important of all, the light at the end of the tunnel was not just a saying, was not just what people will say, well, there's always a light at the end of the tunnel. Salvation, God's grace came to me and I was able to reach the light at the end of my tunnel. For all this, I chose to be grateful. It all goes back to being content where I am. Because all along, through all the curves and the blocks and the boulders of life, I found out that God had loved me and loves me today. Gratitude is rooted in contentment, a contentment that transcends our circumstances because it is anchored in the unchanging love of Jesus Christ. It is a contentment that says, I am satisfied in Christ, for his love sustains me in every situation. As we navigate the complexities of life, let us hold fast to the truth that our contentment rests not in what we have or what we lack, in how we think we should be or how other people should be, act or react. Our contentment is in the unshakable love of Christ. In the business of today's life, it's easy to overlook the countless blessings that surround us each day. The gift of life, the breath that fills our lungs, the beating of our heart, the warmth of a loved one's touch, provision. We can be grateful for being able to give and grateful for being humble enough to receive in moments of joy and moments of challenge. We can be grateful for the strength and resilience God's presence provides in our life. Amen. 
for this too shall pass. As we reflect on our blessings, let us choose to cultivate a heart of gratitude in all circumstances. Allow gratitude to be your default mode, shaping your thoughts, your words, and your actions. Shaping the way you go about your day, the way you end your day, the way you speak, the things you do, and most of all, showing who you are. Let us learn from the Apostle Paul, who through the heights and lows of life, learned the secret of being content and was grateful. Like him, our ultimate satisfaction is found only in Christ. And our souls will never be satisfied until we are completely in him. May the spirit of gratitude dwell richly within us, guiding our hearts and minds in Jesus Christ in every moment, with every thought, with every being of our lives. God bless you.